0: Going significantly over budget is one of the top concerns, actually, probably the top concern that I hear from my clients and readers who are preparing to build a house. And I completely understand this fear because it was also my biggest fear when I built my house 10 years ago. However, I'm here to tell you that there are ways to stay on budget when building a house. It's true. My husband and I built our custom home without going over budget. And I know what we did can work for you too. So in this episode, I'm sharing eight ways that my husband and I managed to keep our home build budget in check. As you go through your build, be sure to keep these tips in mind and implement them so that when your house is complete and you move in, you feel great about the final cost of your house. You're listening to the Before You Build podcast. If you're dreaming of building a custom home or you're ready to start planning right now, This show is your one-stop shop for actionable home building tips that will help you design a home that makes your family and your wallet happy for years to come. I'm Carrie, a Midwestern mom who designed my own custom home from the ground up, inside and out. I cracked the code on how to bring my dream home to life while sticking very close to budget. And now I'm here to teach you everything I learned along the way so that you too end up with a cozy, beautiful home that is perfect for your family. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome back to the Before You Build podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Barker, aka Caroline on Design. And today in episode 50, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's episode 50, but at any rate, episode 50, I'm sharing eight ways to stay on budget when building your house. As I mentioned in the intro, my husband and I built our custom house. Well, we had someone build it, but you know we went through the home build process and we did not go over budget. And the list I'm going to share with you today, we followed everything on that list when we built our custom home, and we came in less than 1% over budget. So I guess we did kind of go over budget, but it was very minuscule. So we basically were on budget, and we did this all without sacrificing our must-haves. I know what worked for us can work for you too, regardless of how large or small your budget is. Okay, let's get into it. Eight ways to stay on budget when building. Again, these are eight things that I implemented when I built my own custom home and I was able to stick to budget. So be sure to implement these yourself so you can stay on or very close to budget as you're building your house. Okay, the first way to stay on budget when building is if your budget is tight, let your top priority be your guide. So In other words, if your budget is tight, splurge on aspects of your future home that are most important to you. Your must-haves should guide where you splurge with your budget. When we built our house, I really wanted a finished basement, like right away, but I had to wait a couple of years to finish it because another thing that I really wanted was custom trim work throughout our house. That was a higher priority for me at the time. So, Couldn't afford to do all of it. Couldn't do all the trim work plus the basement at the time we built. So I focused my investment into what was my top priority, and that was the custom trim details. Here's another example. If you have a large family and you need more square footage, focus your budget on the size of your home rather than the level of finishes. You can opt for stock cabinets or laminate counters, inexpensive carpet, Low end appliances, whatever you need to do to have room in your budget to have a larger house to accommodate your larger family. You can always upgrade finishes in the future, but it is much harder and way more costly to add square footage after you build. Now, on the flip side, if you're more interested in custom details in your home, such as custom cabinets, high end appliances, window seats, crown molding, things like that and you don't have a need for a lot of square footage, then focus your budget on your finishes and custom details over your square footage. Okay, the second way to stay on budget is if you go over budget in one area, go under in another area. This might be obvious, but just in case you didn't think of it yet, I wanted to share this tip. Unfortunately, it can be pretty difficult to stay on budget with your allowances because they tend to be very low. And when I say allowances, that is basically a part of your home build budget that is set aside for a certain finish or fixture. So for example, you'll have an appliance allowance. That is the amount that you have in your budget to spend on appliances, or you'll have a lighting allowance, and that's how much you have to spend on your light fixtures throughout your house. So that's what an allowance is. And we tend to go over those because at least mine was low. I remember our appliance allowance was so low that it did not cover all of our appliances. So we did end up buying maybe one or two out of pocket, but then we also still went over budget on appliances. So what we did to offset that appliance budget overage was we chose more basic cabinets and drawers for our daughter's bathrooms. So Instead of doing custom cabinetry, which we had everywhere... Well, actually, I take that back. We did still do custom cabinetry in their bathrooms. We just didn't give them the five-panel drawers and the five-panel cabinet doors. They just kind of got plain front cabinets. They're still custom, still beautiful. Kids don't care. So that's just one way that we offset going over in one area. So if you're creeping over budget in one area... Find another area of your home, an area that's not as important to you, and cut costs there. Okay, the third way to stay on budget is to be realistic about all costs that you will incur. It is important to be realistic about all of the costs that are involved during the building and the moving in process. You'll have construction costs, land costs, builder fees, architect fees if you use an architect, But you also need to factor in many other expenses that you might not think about. Some examples of those are legal fees, permit fees, financing costs, moving fees, and the fun stuff. You have window coverings, furniture, home decor, landscaping is another cost that you need to be realistic about. You're going to have a blank slate. So it can be very costly to landscape, but the bottom line is it is important to keep all of these costs in mind as you're creating your realistic budget that you can actually stick to. And I teach that in my Before You Build program, how to create a realistic budget. But in a nutshell, it's just being very honest about what you want ahead of time, which actually takes us to number four, which is be honest with yourself and your builder about the finishes you want. Here's the thing. Like we hear over and over people say to us, You'll go over budget when you're building your house. And they state this as if it's a fact. Well, it's not a fact. It's not inevitable you'll go over budget when building. My home build experience is proof of this. I stayed very close to budget because I was honest and clear with myself and my builder about the caliber of finishes I wanted before he priced our home. If you're 100% honest and upfront with your builder about exactly what you want before they give you a quote for your house, then they can give you an accurate quote. So you need to be very clear about the level of finishes you want. If you want custom trim work throughout your home, tell your builder before you get a price. If you want high-end appliances, tell your builder before you get a price. You need to make sure your builder adds a realistic allowance for your appliances if you want high-end sub-zero appliances. Okay, back to those people who say, you'll go over budget when building a house. It's a fact. It happens to everyone. Guess what? Those people probably went significantly over budget on their house because they had change orders and they upgraded well, quote, upgraded their home while they were building. And when I say upgraded in quotes, what I mean is they might've known they wanted custom fancy trim details. They might've known that in their head, but they didn't communicate that to their builder. So it wasn't in their quote. So while they were building, it turned into an upgrade. So just remember you have a much better chance of sticking to your budget if you're honest with yourself and your builder about how nice of a home you want before you ever break ground. Okay, the fifth way to stay on budget when building is to choose as many finishes as possible before construction starts. I recommend choosing as many design fixtures and finishes as you can before you start construction or before you break ground. And I recommend doing this because when you do, you can go ahead and purchase the building materials at the price quoted at the beginning of construction. So during my home build, we paid the price. We were quoted for materials regardless of any price increases during the build and the only way we would have to pay more than the quoted price is if we made a change order or we changed our mind and chose a different, more expensive product. Now, after the pandemic, a lot of builders are having you, the consumer, absorb the material price increases during construction. So, for example, if you're quoted $3 per square foot for a wood flooring product, Before you build, and while you're building, the product cost jumps to $5 per square foot, you might have to pay that increase. Whereas when I built pre pandemic, it was different. And it was also just the way my builder did it. I did not have to pay that price increase. But with the volatility and kind of the uncertainty of materials and the home build market, I recommend that you choose as many finishes and fixtures as possible and order them before the price has a chance to increase. So if you know you're going to want certain light fixtures or certain cabinets, I recommend that you order them as soon as you can so that if there are material price increases, it doesn't affect you. Okay, number six is avoid the, it's only $200, so we might as well upgrade It is a trap. We all do this. I did it. I remember thinking, well, it's only $200 to upgrade to this or that. So we might as well upgrade it. But believe me, these small upgrade costs add up quickly when you do this multiple times. If a finish or fixture is really important to you, then go for it and upgrade to what you want. However, if a finish or fixture is not that important to you, stick to your allotted allowance if possible. Okay, number seven is to allow some wiggle room in the budget for an unforeseen splurge. There are going to be things that you don't even know you want until you're in the process of building. You're going to learn about all these beautiful products while you're building your home. And there's probably going to be an area where you find something so beautiful that you just have to splurge. Maybe that's your backsplash. Maybe you find a beautiful, fancy tile that's way more than your allotted allowance for your backsplash. And that's okay. You can allow room for this. Remember you're in control. You can shift your budget around a little bit. For example, if you choose a splurge wood flooring product, shift your budget around and counteract this with an inexpensive carpet in the kids' bedrooms. They'll never know the difference. Number eight is do your research when it comes to selecting a builder. This is very important. Very important. When you're researching builders, I recommend that you get references. I recommend you talk to those references. And you pay attention to which builders consistently have clients who go over budget. When you're talking to references, find out if they went over budget. Find out how the communication was with the builder Find out if they would work with that builder again. That's a really good question to ask. So when we built or before we built our house, I received two bids from my home and both with very similar specs, which included all the bells and whistles I wanted, the extensive trim work, the square footage, everything I wanted. And one bid came in higher than the other. Quite a bit higher, actually. But guess which builder I went with? The higher one which is probably surprising. But the reason I did that is because I knew his figures and his costs were realistic. And I knew that the other builder, that pricing was not realistic. And I would have started building with her. And once we got into the construction process, I would have gone significantly over budget. Not because of any reason other than the fact that her quote would have been way too low just wasn't realistic for the caliber of home I wanted. So you need to be very careful when you select your builder. You don't want to just go with the low bid to have a lower cost home because chances are you're going to go in and think, oh, well, it's only 300000 to build my house. That's awesome. But then once you get in there and you realize that the builder did not have realistic pricing or maybe they just priced very basic finishes, I do have clients that that happens. They get into their build and realize their builder's quote was just for very basic finishes, not the finishes they wanted, just the base level packages. So it's important to know what you're getting into and to choose the builder who has a realistic price for your home and has a track record of staying on budget. Okay, so there you have it. Eight ways to help you stay on budget when you're building a house. Let's go over the list one more time. Number one, if your budget is tight, let your top priority be your guide. Number two, if you go over budget in one area, go under in another area. Number three, be realistic about all the costs you'll incur during building and moving in. Number four, be honest with yourself and your builder about the finishes you want. Number five, choose as many finishes as possible before construction starts. Number six, avoid the, it's only 200, so we might as well upgrade trap. Number seven, allow some wiggle room in the budget for an unforeseen splurge. And number eight, do your research when it comes to selecting a builder. And you can find this entire list in the show notes, so I definitely recommend that you go there. But as I mentioned earlier, blowing the budget is the top fear I hear from my clients and my readers planning to build a house or they're already in the home build process. And I assume it's probably one of your top goals to stay as close to budget as possible. And I just want you to remember that you have the power to do this. You don't have control over everything, but you do have control over many aspects of your home build and the cost of your home. It is possible to build your dream home close to budget. And now you have eight ways that you can implement to stay on budget when building your house. And if you want to dive even deeper and learn my exact step-by-step process that I walk all of my clients through to equip them to build a house they love on budget or very close to budget, grab a virtual seat in my free on-demand training It is a game changer. It will get you started on the right path to building a house you love and helping you stay on budget while you do it. The training is three simple steps to build a house you absolutely love without blowing your budget. I will add a link in the show notes and you can grab your seat. It's free, it's on demand. You can watch it whenever you want. All right, friend, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And while you're there, it would be awesome if you could take a minute to rate and review the Before You Build podcast. By doing this, you are personally helping me reach even more people who are ready to build the home of their dreams. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next week. Same place, same time. Bye.